Uh, welcome to another week of the show. I am your coach, Tadrees Parker of RunToTheBestYou.com. Thank you for pressing play. You could be listening to anything in the world right now, but you chose to press play on this episode. Episode 87, I am so happy to bring this to you. If you love it, please make sure you share this with your friends, family, because someone else may be able to use this motivation. In this week's podcast, we will discuss the best diet for runners, five times 100 meters, 200 squats, monkey bars, and more. But first, how was your week? What were some things that went well for you last week? Has any of the tips and strategies from our previous podcast enhanced your life at all? We would love to hear from some of your successes. So please feel free to connect with me to Dries Parker on Facebook and just simply private message me. Or submit your questions or comments to coachdedrees at gmail.com. If you listen to our podcast on Apple Podcast, please rate and leave a review. Your reviews may be the difference in helping us get found and actually saving someone's life. Because we bring on some life-changing stories like the Carl Tate story, how he lost 100 pounds in a little over a year by taking up running and then cutting some bad foods out of his diet, changing his whole world. They used to call him Kool-Aid because he looked like the Kool-Aid man, he said in that episode, right? And, and he has a daughter and her, they, they nicknamed her Juice Box, <laughs> okay? But when he started taking his health serious and lost 100 pounds, someone actually shared that podcast and then we uh, was able to help Angelina Hawk run her five, first 5K because of her hearing the Carl Tate story. So please, guys, head over to Apple Podcasts, rate and leave a review of this episode. Or if you have been a follower of our previous episodes, you know, and you are enjoying what you are hearing, please uh, go over there and don't forget to leave a review. We really would appreciate that. And if you would want to be a part of our story and even potentially build your own success story, join our exclusive online accountability group where you would get access to weekly health connection calls with myself and friends where members from around the world can plug in and ask questions, get nutritional support, and meet others with the same goals that you have. We have a monthly Keeping It Real Challenge where you can have a chance to win our monthly prize by being active, uh, keeping your nutrition real. If you're trying to lose weight, uh, we have opportunity for you to uh, win raffle tickets based on your results. And if you're not looking to lose weight, that's fine too. Just continue to be active and do these type of things to get uh, your name put into the raffle for the month. And we're giving away a beautiful hydration bottle, Polar Camel hydration bottle, keeps your uh, liquids cold or hot for hours. And we personalize it by putting your name on it. And uh, I'm looking forward to be, being able to give away this prize for the month of January. We're going to do the raffle on February 2nd. So we're wrapping up one and we're getting ready to start the next one. And you could join at any time in the month of February. But, you know, the earlier the better. So head over to the show notes and uh, check out our website and be able to be a part of our next challenge. At this time, we would like to thank our sponsor, the Strides app. Track all of your goals, habits in one flexible app. With Strides, you can take anything, you can track anything, guys, good or bad habits and smart goals with reminders to hold you accountable and charts to keep you motivated. 
Recommended in the New York Times, Strides have been called the most comprehensive, user-friendly, beautifully designed goal tracking app available. Imagine having all of your most important habits, routines, and goals together in one simple to-do list. Now you can. You could track anything you want with four types of goals, a street calendar, uh, reach a target by a certain date, have a rolling average goal, and complete a project on time with milestones. So guys, hit your running stride with the Strides app today. Now, I will say this. For those that do not follow me on Facebook, head over to the show notes, get the spelling of my name. And if you are on Facebook, I do a a, uh, Facebook Live called Morning Motivation. And on Sunday, last Sunday, we did a uh, Morning Motivation video that talked about setting up your week for success. And as we are finishing out January, you want to start thinking about what goals do you have for the month of February. The last week of any month, start to really uh, visualize what you want for the upcoming month and start to plan it. And so I, I like to use the Strides app to kind of help me check off these milestones that I'm going for. All right. Let me take a a real quick break, and when we return, we will dive right into the best diet for runners. All right? Be right back. Do you own a business and are looking for a creative way to bring in new customers? Sponsor our podcast, and you can have this spot right here. A 30 to 40 second commercial every episode three months for only $90. With most of our listeners right here in Atlantic County, this will be a great opportunity to bring in new people into your business. If interested, email us at coachtadris at gmail.com today. Okay, guys, so we get this question from time to time. What is the best diet for runners? Guys, as you know, running can be hard work, but it's a lot harder when you sabotage yourself with bad eating habits. Learn what to avoid eating and when to give yourself a break. Now, we're at the end of January already. Time flies, guys, right? So at the start of the new year, you may have had specific goals And are you still on track with them or did you kind of fall off a little bit? Regardless whether you did or not, now is the perfect time to commit and decide on what's the best diet for a runner like you. Because there may not be like one size fit all cookie cutter type of approach. All right. I may tell you what worked for me and what's been working for the Keep Calm and Run to the Best You members. Since I came upon it in nineteen in uh, two thousand and eighteen, but you also have people that's vegetarian, uh, vegan. You got someone that's uh, paleo, uh, carnivore. You know these all types of different things that um, you know a person can can choose as their diet. But here is the key to knowing what's the best diet for a runner. First of all, understanding yourself, but to avoid those self-sabotaging foods that you 
have in the cupboard or in the refrigerator or in the freezer, it all starts with your grocery list. Your success depends on choices you make before you start feeling hungry. And as runners, we need to be intentional about foods we purchase and meals we prepare so we can keep ourselves satisfied and energized all week long, not having these dips and valleys. And when I say all week, let's not forget about the weekend, right? Because if on Sunday you uh, overeat these bad things or eat certain things that you know is going to ha have you feeling uh, lethargic the next day, guess what? You're starting your Monday off in a negative. So your body uses so much energy when you're running, so it's important to keep eating the right foods. And so as I talked about with that Strides app and on Sunday how um, I did this Facebook Live, what I want to say is um, we, I, I shared this quote and it had said, a goal without a plan is just a wish. Do you wish you were faster? Do you wish like you were healthier? You could get off 20 pounds or whatever it is that your goal is. Are you wishing it? Well, if we sit down and we make it a goal, a priority, you know, a, a priority, then we're going to sit down and make a plan to match that goal. And so I talked about on a, on a Sunday, maybe you map out your food list, your shopping list. Now that's a plan. Now you're going to the grocery store with a plan. <laughs> and now when you come home and you open up the cupboard, you have a plan. Okay? So we want to start meal planning and prepping for long-term health. And you will enjoy your runs a lot better when you start to do this. And so <clears throat> one thing that I recommend, guys, is... Uh, checking out this Whole30 Fast and Easy Cookbook where it puts 150 deliciously healthy meals right into your hands so you know exactly what to buy at the grocery store and how to plan your meals ahead of time. So if you get something like the Whole30 Fast and Easy Cookbook, we're, we'll talk a little bit more about the Whole30 process in a little bit. But uh, you can rest assured that that cookbook will be something easy, something that you can make within 30 minutes, and uh, it's not going to have inflammatory uh, food sources in it, all right? So when it comes to what you should eat, you know, I, I talked about that there's hundreds of diets out there and plenty of people who swear by them, but just because it works for one person doesn't mean that it will work for you. The fact of the matter is, if you hate your current diet, you will also resent your fitness journey and quickly fall off. And that's why when people say, oh, I'm just going to lose weight, you know, in January comes around, I'm going to stop eating all this, um, you know, cakes, desserts, and all this stuff that I've been cramming in the last <laughs> end of the year, and January is going to be a new start. I'm going to try this diet, and then you might find that you're not a fan of it, okay? And I'm going to share what worked for me. And, you know, I have been able to share this, this information with all types of body types, lifestyle, and uh, help people still find ways to make their diet 
uh, taste very good too. So we're going to start off talking about the whole di whole 30 diet plan. And again, just because I talk about it doesn't mean that this is something that you have to do, but I found really good success doing a round of whole 30. I started in 2018, uh, lost about eight to 10 pounds in the, in the first six weeks, because 30 days is only four weeks. I, um, as I was reintroducing things one at a time, um, I lost additional, um, weight the, the following weeks, the subsequent weeks. And, uh, just recently I even m messed around and tried, uh, what I call whole 60. Like I doubled it. You know, I'm like, all right, let me test some things out. And every single time I do a round of the Whole30 process, I end up turning in some of the fastest mile times. When I take a mile test, I, I get under, I've been getting under seven minutes for the mile. I'm 46 years old. My performance is going really well. Um, in 2020, even though all these races have been canceled, I still been eating as if the race was live and yeah, okay, we got a half marathon in April. I'm going to do Whole30 right before it and that way I can operate off a of tiger blood is what they call it, right? So what is it, right? Well, when I started it, I was working with a nutrition company. I ended up ditching those supplements, which are soy-based, um, you know, meal replacement smoothies and su such. Um, and I, I started to take on this clean eating approach, which eliminates processed foods that are packed with preservatives and, and artificial additives for that month. Um, it eliminates those convenient, convenient on the grab, easy grab meals and packaged snacks that are responsible for this excess fat storage that we have today, right? <laughs> and arguably, no doubt about it, the cause of obesity in this country. But when you cook meals at home using whole foods, you will begin to shed weight effortlessly. And the work is in planning and prepping. And that's why I talked about if you have off on Sundays, right? And it doesn't matter if you have off on the weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Traditionally, maybe you work over the weekend and your Friday is, is a Tuesday and you have off Wednesday and Thursday. The principles still apply, my friends. Okay? And if you head over to the show notes, we'll leave a link to where you can pick up a copy of that book that I have recommended. Okay, where you're going to have, you know, you can sit there and you can plan out your week, go food shopping, get the right things and uh, be able to cook these meals in 30 minutes. And you won't feel tempted to break your diet. Right. And best of all, the plan educates you on how to shop and cook in a healthy way and, and, and build the habit that will outlast the 30 day commitment. And so what I like about it is also uh, I, I understood how I felt. I, it wasn't even all about the scale. It was these non-scale victories. And I talked about uh, doing my fastest mile when I was able to eliminate these processed foods. So the worst thing that a person could do, okay, when you're looking into what's the best diet for a runner is starve yourself. And so there's nothing healthy about developing an uh, a eating disorder or attempting to punish yourself by abstaining from food. We need the energy to run. However, we don't need all the carb loading that we may have heard about in the past. 
right? Eat tons of pasta, eat, eat bread, eat, eat, eat a bunch of oatmeal. These things are going to give you carbs for your run. We're going to talk about a little bit more about that um, later on in the episode when I, when I give you guys the week that was according to our community. But starving yourself will backfire because if you do that for too long, it will cause your metabolism to slow down and you will retain more fat. So again, plan your meals and make sure you're eating enough to sustain, sustain yourself in your running practice. So when to stop eating? This is where I, I, I talked about the Whole30 and, and how eliminating uh, high inflammatory food groups will actually uh, help improve your, reading, uh, your, your running. But we're going to talk about intermittent fasting for a second. Because eating is important. But, and we cleared up the fact that, you know, you don't want to starve yourself. I did an article, I uh, did a blog post and a podcast before intermittent fasting versus starvation. They're not the same. So intermittent fasting means you're taking control of your eating, eating pattern and spacing out your meal, meals. You will get more mileage out of your running practice when you're supporting it with a clean eating and intermittent fasting technique. And this is a huge part of the fitness we had Marie Geary on who does not even run. She only walks. And when I say only, I mean, you know, don't, don't mean to say only as if it's not important. Did you know that running and walking brings the same anaerobic experience? So, but people may tend to think just like that old outdated, eat all these carbs in order to have the fuel to run. They may think, Running, I mean, you know, you don't you don't get as much as, as you don't get as much from walking than you do running. It brings the same anaerobic experience. And she walks and was able to start using uh, intermittent fasting as a tool, and the weight just started dropping off. So intermittent fasting actually makes you healthier. There was a study done at the Harvard Medical Center. They recently published an uh, update on intermittent fasting, a.k.a. the circadian rhythm fast, which is uh, 13 hours and, you know, uh, fasting for 13 hours and you open your window and you can have like an 11 hour eating window. Um, I actually do, you know, way less than that because I am acclimated to it and, and my body thrives off of a different eating window. But the, the update reiterates the effectiveness of intermittent fasting and confirms that this weight loss method is worthwhile. Fasting causes your cells to function in a specific way, which results in improved metabolism. So if I'm standing on stage right now and I'm talking to an audience, I will ask you to raise your hand if you are looking for improved metabolism. Because especially as you age, somebody, someone will say, man, I, you know, I used to be able to eat this, this, and this, and I, I couldn't, I, I, I wouldn't even gain weight. Now I'm older and my metabolism slowed down. Well, guess what? We can fix that. So since I'm not standing on stage and having you raise your hand, right, I'm going to, you might be running right now or you could be listening to this in your car. I want you to nod your head as that if you agree what, that you can use improved metabolism. How about lower blood sugar? 
we have our, a client, Lisa Diaz, who uh, her doctor said, thank your coach because uh, whatever he's telling you is working. Your blood sugar levels are, are looking good. Thank you. What about this? Lessened inflammation. Lessened inflammation by intermittent fasting. I'm sitting here right now. You can't see it. I'm like sliding my ring on and off right now. How many times you wake up in the middle? How many times you wake up in the morning and can't get the ring off? That's going to be for one or two reasons. You're highly inflamed, especially if you ate <laughs> some uh, sweets, salty chips before you went to bed. So last night, you know, right now I'm I'm in like a. <laughs> I'm actually, at this time, as I'm recording this podcast, I'm actually in hour 19 of my fast. And I did not have salty chips last night. And I did not have any sugar. And my ring is just sliding on and off. So less inflammation. Relieved symptoms of arthritis. Why can some people feel as though running is not for them? Because they hurt joints. Going back to Lisa Diaz, she actually has rheumatoid arthritis and at the age of 52 came to the Run to the Best You program because she said if I can get, like she ended up in a hospital. The rheumatoid arthritis was attacking her so bad she ended up in a hospital and she said if I can come out of this hospital, I am going to do something different to improve my health. And she saw a flyer about our program and she saw all these smiling faces and she's like they look like a happy bunch of people I want to check this out and she came in, in March of 2020 signed up to the uh, the eight-week program and at 52 years old guys she's and never ran a 5k before she's been going on to run about five virtual 5ks with us and improved in her rheumatoid arthritis and, you know, it's getting dark. It's dark here in New Jersey now, uh, the times in which we meet. Uh, and she's a little afraid of, of falling or anything like that. But you know what? She's not making any excuses. She's still showing up to practice. And even if it's just walk, even if it's walking, she's getting her walking. She's getting her exercise in. All right. But did you know? I got We got more here. Did you know that it relieves symptoms of asthma hey guys i used to when i used to uh overindulge in blue cheese and dairy and these types of things i would have phlegm in my throat afterwards i thought that was normal but the side effect of certain grains sugar dairy it causes these uh asthmatic episodes you know uh, our friend Katie Ayers used to carry her, her inhaler when she first joined the program. But we taught her methods to enjoy running, um, and she does not carry her inhaler anymore, right? She also practiced some of these things that we're talking about. And then last but not least, clear toxins and damaged cells, which lowers your risk of cancer. And guess what? If you are clearing out the toxins and damaged cells, what is that? What is happening when you clear out something? You're making room for something else. So you're clearing out these damaged cells that is making you look old. Okay. 
your diet is making you look old, even if you're a runner. Listen, there's unhealthy runners out there. Let's just put it out there. So you're clearing out damaged cells, allowing new cells to regenerate, causing you to get those compliments. Oh, you don't even look your age. Are you kidding me? You got grandkids? Oh my gosh, I thought you were... Nah, I'm 46. Oh, I thought you, I thought, man, I thought you were in your 30s. You know what I mean? And that's just the list that Harvard Medical School recently published. You know, there's more that you can gain out of not only keeping your, your nutrition real, like Whole30 uh, says, but adding intermittent fasting with it. And so when it comes to, um, to these things, it's, it's very important. So we talked about earlier in the, the podcast that I actually been hosting a uh, Keeping It Real Health Challenge, encouraging people to, to get out and get like three days of running in, but mo- mainly focusing on their food choices. And when you join our accountability group, you can actually, or you join one of our keeping it real health challenges, you get added to our accountability group and you can post your, your delicious keeping it real dinner or something that you chose to break your fast with. And you can actually look, we, we created these subtopics and these uh, folders where you can go back and maybe even get some recipes and some ideas besides what is in that whole 30, uh, 30 day, you know, book. All right. So I just wanted to to reiterate some things, right? Punishing yourself with a boring diet that leaves you feeling hungry is not the way to stay committed. The goal is, my friends, is to find a healthy eating routine that works for you in the long term so that you will stick with it and actually even enjoy it. My recommendations for clean eating, regardless of the diet routine you choose, because guys, there are people that the diets just don't work. Okay. A person may say that they're vegan or they may say that they're vegetarian and you would think, oh my gosh, they must be really thin and they're not. Why? Because maybe they fall prey to the processed foods Either the diet's not working or they're not doing it right. And so therefore, uh, sometimes when you say, well, you know what, this is not an attack on vegans by any stretch of the imagination, but it's just some things that I have seen. And that is people saying, okay, I'm not going to have buffalo wings, but this vegan buffalo cauliflower packaged blank, 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 I'm going to eat that. And you're getting all this processed uh, chemicals and uh, you know, high sodiums, different sugars thrown in there, and it is causing inflammation. So when you actually pick the, the plan that is right for you, let's say it's carnivore. I'm just, just putting it out there, right? Where you're having animal, animal based diet, you know, you could do that wrong. People are getting great results off of that feeding themselves protein from the animals and different things like that. But, but once again, there's a clean way to do it and there's a, a, a dirty way if you want to call it that, right? We're recommending whatever plan that you are picking to make sure that you're doing it in a clean way. 
regardless of the routine that you choose. And if you're ready to get serious about your health in 2021, listen, we, we are here to help you. We are here to help. And so instead of filling up on pasta before a run, get your carbs from sweet potatoes, even regular potatoes, or bananas with berries. You know, berries, strawberries, blueberries, raspberries, blackberries, high in antioxidants. And I just love like chopping up one banana, throwing, throwing a bunch of blueberries on it. Boom, ready to go. Right? Some people are afraid of potatoes. I've actually did a round of Whole30 and potatoes are okay. And I don't have a problem with them. Right, you got to be careful how you make. If you're making the potatoes at home, then you know how it's made. You can't get a bag of chips cooked in high seed oils and think that okay, this is going to get you some results. But if you make the potatoes on your own using a healthy oil or baking them, uh, we just started getting. Uh, we started using our pressure cooker to make baked potatoes. Fantastic, fantastic. Here's another tip: you can use honey or maple syrup as a sweetener instead of sugar. Now, that is more of like a paleo tip because if a person was doing Whole30, Whole30 suggests that you don't even use those for 30 days, not even natural sugars like that. But paleo, to me, is the closest thing to eating Whole30 on a regular basis is because they do allow you to have honey or maple syrup. One of our members, she takes like a spoonful of honey, especially if you got that local grown honey and that's... Uh, conducive to your area because the bees are pollinating and everything and you're able to you're able to uh, fight off different allergies that way right good stuff good stuff you want to avoid foods that creates the most inflammation and if you can't eliminate all of these things pick a couple of them and try it for 30 days and then maybe the next month try it for try two different other ones for 30 days. You want to eliminate soy, dairy. Some people feel as though that they are lactose intolerant or they don't know, but you won't know unless you go through this uh, experiment where you eliminate these things and then you can reintroduce them back into your world and see how you respond. And you're like, oh, I haven't had dairy for 30 days and now that I had it, the phlegm is back. Sugar. High inflammatory and sugars and everything. That's why you got to check your meats because um, when I say your meats, you can get Italian hot sausage and think that, oh, this is spicy. It doesn't have sugar in it. Yes, it does. I use a brand called uh, Apple Gate Farms. Uh, they make a no sugar, uh, no nitrates bacon and very, very good. Really love that stuff. Uh, when I'm trying to avoid grains, I actually get like a head of lettuce, chop it in half. And on the uh, Thrive Market, in which I'll talk about it in a little bit, they have this uh, Primal Kitchen mayo that is Whole30 approved. Throw a little mayo on there, a little pepper, throw the bacon on there, and I have and I use the, the lettuce as a wrap. Got the crunch. I don't need any chips because I got the crunch from the lettuce. Uh, it's so good. It's so good. I'm getting hungry. Um, so... You want to eliminate alcohol, okay, high inflammatory, legumes, which is beans and peanuts. So 
<laughs> you ever had a bowl of beans and it just like, you know, it just blew your, like, it just bombs your stomach, right? And you're, you may have been told that it got good fiber, so therefore it keeps you full, this, that, and other thing. But listen, a lot of people have issues with legumes and don't realize it. Um, here's another thing that, did you know that peanuts is a legume? So therefore, if you was to have a butter, a nut butter, try to go with the almond or cashew butter. And then read the label though. If you're trying to avoid sugar, make sure that the almond butter doesn't have sugar in it. I look for something that only has um, almonds and sea salt, right? Or cashews and sea salt. Look, now, if you notice, if you are eating peanut butter, some fans of peanut butter, man, you could just sit there with a the jar and eat for like five minutes. Now, you can't do that with almond butter because, you know, some people may feel it's yummy, but some people may feel like, oh, it's not as good. But it, at least it gives me the taste to go with my banana or something like that, right? And then grains. Woo! We don't, that, we don't even want to get into grains and how it's made and, and uh, how much inf inflammation that grains can cause. Right, so those are the, those are some tips, and then lastly, uh, skip the takeout and convenience meals, and cook something healthy at home. And I have another tip here for for this point here. If you go to Amazon and pick yourself up a mini crock pot, a lot of people don't even know that they make these. But I was on a uh, project one day, and I I thought I smelled something, and I looked. And it was like this little mini thing plugged in. It was white. It had a red lid. And I said, yo, is that a crock pot, man? He said, yeah, you're going to be on projects. They're not always going to have a microwave, but they always have power. And I was like, man, I need to get me one of those. So, guys, if you invest in this mini crock pot, it's only $20 or so. You can make the most delicious home-cooked meal at home for dinner, have some leftovers, put it in this mini crock pot, bring it to work with you, plug it in, and you got yourself. You don't have to rely on the cafeteria food that um, does not have nothing good but a bunch of processed stuff. Do you feel what I'm saying? If you care about being faster, if you care about losing weight, these are the steps that you can take, and they're not that, that difficult, all right? So... I want to remind you guys that you can't outrun a bad diet. We have a special offer for our Run to the Best you listeners. Thrive Market is the best place to find healthy, natural products. You can join me and save hundreds on your grocery bill every month and never pay the high prices for premium products again. With that said, I'm going to take a break. And when I come back, I am going to... Uh, I am going to share the week that was and my final takeaways from this episode. Hey guys, I want to take a moment to tell you about Thrive Market. It's an online service that will deliver straight to your door nutrition based on your dietary needs. So if you are keto, they have keto type snacks. If you like Whole30, they have Whole30 approved salad dressings and ketchups and things of that nature. Being that I try to keep my nutrition real, if I go to the supermarket and look for a salad dressing, it's going to have all sorts of ingredients that I can't pronounce 
as well as sugar, high fructose corn syrup, soy as the main ingredients. You can avoid that by making a salad dressing yourself. However, that can get a little boring. But Primal Kitchen, which is one of Thrive Market's foods, they have some of the most amazing, delicious salad dressings made with organic avocado oils and nice natural herbs and spices into these salad dressings. You can get Thousand Island salad dressing. What I love is the ketchup. The ketchup is so delicious. I actually take it out to restaurants with me because it doesn't have all that stuff that I mentioned, like the high fructose corn syrup and things like that. So if you're ready to take your health to the next level and you want good, wholesome snacks and dressings for your foods, order from Thrive. In the description, I will leave a link to Thrive and you'll get $25 off your first purchase. guys welcome back and now it's time for us to go into the week that was for us so number one i received a youtube video that was sent to me and it was all about visceral fat and how our diet is to blame for visceral fat the video was entitled can an animal-based diet reverse heart disease and diabetes with a sean o'hara md okay the, it was fascinating, okay? It was about how a 68-year-old man was a part of this experiment getting an MRI on his gut for 35 weeks. His visceral fat went down dramatically by only changing what he ate. He had zero interest in exercising, guys. He's like, I'm 68, I have no interest in that. But the interesting thing, that visceral fat is that deep fat underneath you know, you might have the fat that you could pinch on the outside, but this this visceral fat is where the you know deep inside that beer belly that that you know, ooh, it's it's very very uh, dangerous when we are carrying that extra weight in our midsection and that's that that deep fat down inside that we want to try to get to. Well, he was able to dramatically decrease his visceral fat. But they could tell when he had cheated in a particular week because the visceral fat started growing again. All right. At the end of the video, I found it amazing that the doctor was able to convince a runner to peel back on his running. Instead of running 10 miles per day for five days a week. So this guy was putting in 50 miles a week. That's 200 miles a month. But guess what? His visceral fat was through the roof. And you would think the opposite would be true that he's doing all this running, right? But there is a thing that um, you can over, you know, cardio, like over cardio fatigue. And you're not allowing your body to rest and recover. So (laughs) on this video, he said he gets pushback since the video was talking about animal-based diet, right? Uh, he may get pushback from vegans and he gets pushback from runners because they don't want to be told that you should cut back when you're running. So he told this guy to give himself a metabolic break and they told him to, to cut back and just do sprinting five times 100s twice a week. This man was carrying around three pounds of visceral fat. 
okay? Once again, our MRI can tell you that. We may not know how many pounds we are carrying in visceral fat, but the MRI was able to see that this guy was carrying around. Now, mind you, he runs all the time. At first glance, you might look at him and like, man, he's in great shape. And this man, he can run 50 miles a week. He's a beast, right? Well, guess what? Carrying around three pounds of visceral fat in less than two months, the guy got jacked. The nurse was like, yo, you, you, gotta, you gotta see the changes in this guy. He lost the visceral fat, grew muscle, and he was only doing this twice a week, five times 100s. That's all he running that he did in less than two months, got jacked. And guess what, was he young? Nope, 58 years old, grew muscle, uh, and uh, everything with the adaptation of this high intense routine. Now they did suggest to, you know, I, I don't think that this guy did it, but um, one of the doctors, cause it was two doctors on that video. Um, the one doctor had suggesting uh, also using bands, BR, uh, BFR bands, which uh, I definitely would like to take a look into. And so therefore this past week, I ain't gonna lie to you. I've been doing some five times 100s myself, right? Um, I, I like the concept and uh, we'll see how it goes. We also this week finished our squat challenge on Thursday, Thursday, uh, the 28th of January. All right. So in December, we started streaming. We, we opened it up to people on social media. We even opened up to you guys, you know, the listeners of the podcast. But in December, we say, hey, join us for this live plank challenge. And we did two challenges, one at 9 a.m. and another one at 5 p.m. And our goal was to go from not being able to hold a plank, maybe holding a 10 second plank. And the end game was to be able to hold a five minute plank in which we did. Uh, we had people wondering whether that was going to work because day one, maybe they only held it for 38 seconds. And how in the world are we going to be able to hold a five minute plank? Well, at the end of the month, we did. And then we parlayed that into a January challenge. And it was called the squat challenge. And we were able to complete that. We did 200 air squats. So congratulations to Chris, Jamie, Jen, Aaron, Norm, Lisa Diaz, Lisa Keating, Jeanette, Kim, Savannah, and Lisa Polite for all crushing it with me every single day. We didn't take a day off. We just kept bringing it day in and day out. And so I'm looking forward to the next challenge that we decide to do. We're uh, going to definitely uh, do something, even if it isn't every day. And if you become a member of the Keep Calm and Run to the Best You program, you can join us for one of these challenges. And uh, I'm looking forward to continuing to build our strength in this way to add to our running experience. And these challenges, it takes us like, uh, you know, anywhere from five to, to 10 minutes to do together. And a lot of comments that I have gotten back was I would not have done this on my own. And listen, as coach, I wouldn't have done it on my own either. Um, there's been a couple of times where we maxed out because, you know, I'm coaching and I was just like, yo, I feel like I could have held it for longer than five minutes. So the music was playing and I held uh, a seven minute plank. I followed that up with the eight minute and two second plank. So that's my max so far, eight minutes and two seconds. Uh, just crazy, crazy. Um, I asked the members of our Run to the Best You program if there was anything that they wanted me to add into the week that was. And Jamie Burke asked, 
if clearing the monkey bars at a park counts as a win? Because I said, yo, what wins do you guys want to share? If you have any, let me know and I'll put it in the podcast. So I'm like, heck yeah. You know what I mean? She's a mother of two in her mid-30s and she wasn't able to clear those monkey bars about two and a half years ago when she was 60 pounds heavier. So really think about that, guys. Let's give her a round of applause as well as those squat challenge members and the plankers, all right? Because this is what she said. She states, I did a full row of monkey bars at the park with my kids. I can't remember when the last time I could do that. And she asked, does it count? Understand this, guys, how important, you know, that's not a little thing. Being able to hold your body weight and swing from monkey bar to monkey bar and clear the whole rack, you know, there are some things that as maybe experienced runners, those that may, you know, been in shape for a long time that we might take for granted, but that's that's serious stuff. And, and think about it, as a parent, you want to be able to have the energy to play with your kids and not sit on the sideline, right? So shout out to Jamie Burke. Thank you for sharing that. And then Lisa Keening says she... Uh, very, she's very happy. She's practiced the, the run, walk, run, and she upped her intervals from 45-15 to 60-20. So I want to give her a shout out. And I just want to say for those that practice the run, walk, run, really she's a 90-second a runner with a 30-second walk break. But uh, when you have like a, a, a higher interval like that, uh, you can break it in half and still get the same results. So she adapted from 90-30 to 45-15, but now she's been working on some speed, working on different things, and now she feels confident, you know, really running hard and strong for 60-20. And we were out there, uh, the whole group was doing five times 100 meters, and she was out there smoking it, so great job (laughs) smoking it down the track, not cigarettes or anything like that. Let's keep it healthy, right? Boom! Here we go. Lastly, I want to say... Shout out to my son, 11 years old, taking me up on doing a mile a day. You know, there's times when me and him, we will walk a mile, run, walk, run a 30, 30, you know, mile. And uh, today, as I'm recording this episode, it is day 30 for him. Super proud of that. As I'm recording this episode, I'm on day 454. I'm striving towards my comma day. I'm not halfway there yet, but I'm getting close to day 500. I'm getting close to that halfway point. So I just want to congratulate Shaylin, uh, 11 years old. And Nikki heard all about this visceral fat shrinkage. And all of a sudden, she's out there in the morning running 100 meters down our street too. <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, congratulations to my wife, Nikki P. Uh, and that, guys, was the week that was for us. I'm very grateful to be able to have these stories of our local members and uh, just just very, very, very blessed to know these individuals and to be able to help and hear stories like that of a mother being able to clear the monkey bars or even even, you know, my wife out there running, running uh, two telephone poles to get her hundred meters in. And, and that's what we're all about, trying to create healthy, happy families Um you know, actually on Saturday, the three of us uh, went to the university and we ran those 100 meters on the track together. And I can't remember when the last time we did that. One time we were running down the street as a family and the Atlantic City Press um, actually pulled over 
and said, hey, can you reenact running down the street right here? We want to get a picture of um, the family because it's springtime and people are going to get out of the house now. And uh, of course, we happily obliged, (laughs) you know what I mean? And my kid went to school and everybody was talking about it. And uh, that was a good, good stuff, good stuff. Um, so let me conclude our show by, by saying, guys, if you are unhappy with your body or you're in pain due to injury or weight gain, don't let another day slip away. Apply for the Keeping It Real Health Challenge and you'll start feeling better as soon as you get and, and like you'll just start feeling better and you will start making progress towards being in the best shape of your life. Like, like, uh, Jamie Burke, Lisa Keating. Who else did we mention in our episode today? Uh, Marie Geary. Oh, one more thing, guys. Uh, Marie Geary. Once again, when we when we when we wrap up this podcast and we talk about the runner's diet and and which one you choose, make sure it's clean. Uh, practice intermittent fasting. This is sex story. Just, we just, you know, we, we just talk about it because it's front and center right here before us. And it almost fits in every episode that we're doing as of late because of our story. Now, I will tell you, we are going to bring on two sisters, Jen and Jamie Burke, in a couple of weeks to break down how having an accountability partner. We talked about a couple of weeks ago, having an accountability partner in a runner is beneficial, but how about having an accountability partner when it comes to eating the right foods and staying healthy, right? But the success story that I have here right in front of me, a, uh, you know, a 16 hour intermittent fasting routine made a huge difference for Marie Geary. And she, she is a committed fitness walker and a member of our program. And after cutting out candy all together and keeping her food intake within a certain and within certain hours of the day, she noticed a significant loss around her hips and her pain in her knees virtually disappeared. This amazing 59-year-old woman lost 40 pounds in four months, and she's feel she feels 10 years younger since she paired her workout with a healthier diet and intermittent fasting that supports her fitness journey. And with that, guys, I can't say it any better. Join our Keeping It Real Health Challenge. Every health journey begins with month one. And our Keeping It Real Health Challenge will teach you how to get massive health results without spending massive money on weight loss products. And we encourage you to uh, eat real food, a real food approach exercising just three days a week and choosing the best times of day to fuel your body for optimum energy without any products to buy you can cancel anytime so we thank you so much for listening to the to, to this week's show we love you we appreciate all of our listeners remember we're just one run or walk away from a good day a good week a good life so keep calm and run to the best you, my friend.